This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Are you a newbie to publishing? Have your publishing dreams been loaded with some hiccups, some potholes, maybe a few landmines? Um, do you feel a little bit, maybe a tad, disillusioned at times? Because let's face it, there's an overwhelm that happens with publishing. Last week, I went through uh, some of those things that newbies uh, especially newbies, get in trouble with in, in literally part one. And that would could include running into people who are predators. It could be maybe tying up with the wrong people that get there. Uh, and, and then other elements I looked at is just the process of editing. And don't believe that your mom or your brother, your sister, your pal, your neighbor can do the editing. They can be readers. They can be encouragers. But unless they do editing, and there's multiple types of editing, um, they're the problem. They're the wrong fit. I'm just going to tell you: take a pass, and you get someone who this is what they do, and you're going to pay them. Secondly, that one of the big mishaps that so many authors get into is that they think their book was created for everyone, and that's just a huge myth, a fallacy, and the wrong hole to go down. The more you niche who your book is for, the bigger you could have a marketplace and become the go-to influencer there. So your book is not for everyone. And then another thing that newbies get uh, thinking about is that they're going to make a gazillion dollars. It will be a rolling success um, as soon as they pull the plug and say we're ready to start selling. It takes a lot of work. It takes, first of all, a village to put a book together. But it takes a lot of work to build that momentum and that push as you move forward. And then there's that whole side that people think, well, I can wing it. You know, I know sales. I know how to market. You know what? Books are a little bit different. And there's really the important factor is knowing the who. Who are you writing for? Who are you publishing for? And you go to where that who hangs out whether it's social media, whether it's a brick and mortar, whether it's a, a membership affiliation in something, you've got to go to that place. And whether you do it on a cyber approach or you do it physically and show up and really do the pitching toward that. And then the fifth point I brought up last week was that it's absolutely elementary and essential, E-squared here, that you get that publishing is a business. If you treat it like a hobby, your results, you could love what you, you finish up, but they're not going to produce the revenues, the income, maybe the success from the visual, the outside world that you hope to achieve. You need to understand, you need to get it, 
you need to accept it, you need to embrace it, and you need to practice it. That publishing is a business, and and it has a P and L. Now the IRS has little rules, and those rules come up with the fact that publishing or or anything that you can have losses. And let me tell you, you most likely will have some losses. You will have losses that will uh, that they will allow as deductions. But after five years, you're going to have to call it a hobby, and then that's going to change the picture. So do understand that um, as, as it goes along um, and you put it together. So let's jump into my part two. So I, I think when you come across these publishing blunders and gurus, you know it's not fun. And making mistakes is not fun stumbling and falling and maybe losing money. It's not fun. It's not fun. And it can knock down your confidence. It can sabotage your bank account. Um, and it actually could diminish your own credibility with yourself and maybe with others because you didn't perform. You didn't get it out. So the savvy author can sidestep many of them by learning not to rush to publish to make sure they've got the I's dotted, the T's crossed, that they've got things lined up, they've got the team together uh, to make it work. And part of that also is getting smart, getting educated about publishing, learning some of the, the, the yellow flags and the red flags and the green lights to get going. And it's, it's really also important to understand that you do have some common sense here in play. So everywhere you turn, there's info out here on the internet. Let me tell you, it's an overloaded time. It's on your bookshelf. It's via videos. And certainly from workshops, webinars galore. I do at least one webinar a month for people. I do this uh, podcast once a week. And there's, you know, there's 300 of them that you can tap into and, and discover what's going on, how to make it work for you in that in that arena um, that for me, you know, you might think that any beginning author would start with a quick search on the internet to begin their quest. I would hope so because there are lots of books out here right now. Now you can find out the credibility. You can, for heaven's sakes, read the reviews that others are posting about them and make sure this is always kind of a secret sauce thing. Make sure that you read the bad reviews. Why? Because they will tell you what's missing in these books and that maybe it's important stuff. So I'm, I'm a big believer in reading the negative reviews. Um, you're going to find that the Internet is going to reveal a boatload of information, how to do it, what not to do. Publish your book for a few hundred bucks, become a bestseller overnight, sell books by the truckloads and boatloads and fill in blank loads. You name it, I'm telling you, it's out there. Yet, a huge, huge number of newbie authors start this process clueless, compounding their mistakes, and maybe, just maybe, they could have been prevented with a little prep work. So five of those steps that I have actually just identified as we went through that were the prep work, part of the prep work. So what we're going to do is continue this session of more in the prep work area 
that you can get going on. My The five tips, now we're on number six, and this is a big one. And this, this is like a humongous one, is that many newbies believe that book marketing starts after a book is published. And that is totally wrong. Now, does it mean that they don't put that into play? They don't think about book marketing until they have a book in hand, until they're all done writing, all the final changes in, it's being printed, however you're printing it, whether it's print on demand or you're doing a, a, a offset type of run for lots of copies at one time. Um, that's when they're going to start marketing. And that is so absolutely, totally wrong. The day you start marketing your book should be the day you start writing your book. You start noodling about it. You start thinking about it. You start putting out into the universe, a book is coming. Now, it could be when you're putting things out into the universe. This could be the cyber universe, of course. It could be on social media where you, maybe you do a little announcement. Um, it could be you might be doing a reveal of asking uh, even names for characters, or maybe you share a dilemma that you're going through, or you might even have a contest, which I love to see my fiction authors do when I'm working with them. They're, you know, they may, some of them may have lots of books already, or maybe they're just starting on their very first one, but they're looking for really some fun names or good names, or maybe they get that this is how you can start marketing. You start talking about your book. You start reaching out to do an engagement. And what you do is you do kind of a call. Let's have a contest. Let's do a contest that, you know, I have a female character. And you go into a, this long labyrinth uh, description. What are her hopes? What are her fears? What are her concerns? What are her hiccups? Um, what big screw-ups has she done? What, what does she really dream to moving into? What habits does she have? Where does she hang out? Is she married? Is she single? Does she have kids? Does she want kids? All kinds of stuff. And ask for your fans and develop a contest and have a gift. And maybe it will be the polished book when it goes along or maybe something else that you can offer. But put it together that then you could have a winner. That winner, trust me, will become a fan and she will tell other people. It could be their name. All right. Now, you could do that also with a villain. You could do this with other characters and it would bring it into play. But the thing is, you start marketing the day you really become committed to your book. And even if this goes on for a solid year. I'm Judith Browse. I'm your book shepherd. We're going to come more. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? 
Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through AuthorU's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. AuthorU's the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms. And it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at authoru.org. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and e-zine at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author. Your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So we're talking about book marketing and you start as soon as you're conscious that you are writing a book. So let's say you're six months into this. Um, you're well along the path, whether you have your manuscript done 
or you're in the middle of the manufacturing side of it, today's the day you start. So wherever you are, if you're listening to this, you should be thinking marketing. And that's where you go. Now, how about using, and let's kind of um, probe on some of the things I look at when I'm thinking about book marketing. Because one of the most essential elements is to understand that you have to know, as I mentioned on the last segment, who are you writing this for? So where are they hanging out? And you have to reiterate that. And I do um, maps that I put up on the walls. I love sticky notes. Um, and move them around because who you're writing for may actually alter. It may change. Sometimes that who finds you saying, oh, my gosh, we need this book. That certainly happened with the books I wrote on uh, conflict in the workplace and the toxic workplace and the toxic behavior uh, that I became well-known in. And that's where it comes around where you can really decide, my gosh, I'm going to be diving into a pool I didn't even imagine I'd be in. And that's where I ended up spending over 20 years speaking and writing for the healthcare-related community. So the who is. The other thing that's really important to understand that when you are thinking of marketing is to really know what's the significance, what's the benefit, what's the value that you bring to the reader, the buyer of your book. If they're listening or they're, you know, reading it directly, who is that person and what are you going to do to relieve their pain or entertain them or provide them with solutions? So it's really clear to understand what all those variables are that you go along. And then I think it's important to understand when you're doing any marketing, because this could come along with how you have to uh, display your credentials, your the why about you is that, you know, who you are, what brings you to the party, what's your expertise. I can't tell you how many people have said to me, but I I only had a year of college. So who would listen to me? And yet this person would be running a multi-million dollar business. Well, I'll tell you, I would be listening to you. Your degree is inconsequential. You've got a degree, maybe a triple PhD in life and running a business and resurrecting a business and turning around a business, maybe in saving a business. So that why you is really important to understand as you go forward with your marketing. Then it's essential to know who your comparables or competitives are. Who else is out there? Don't think that you're the only person who's ever done this, whatever this is. Don't think that. What you do need to understand is that there are other people out there that you may be able to coattail onto or become a partner in some arena with where you cross-channel and cross-promote each other's work on that. But it's also important to know because when we create and work with our clients, my clients, um, and create posters, we always want to know who the comparables are um, from what their handles are on Twitter to what other social media do they hang out because we're going to follow them. We're going to see what they're saying. They may have something up that I think is the cat's meow that I would push out and recommend to my followers because that would be the right thing, the good thing, the smart thing to do. And they see that happening and they might do it for me when my book's ready. So that's all part of marketing. Social media is a key factor and a player in here. So 
do you know what your keywords are? Have you really done a focus on them? And there are multiple, I've said this many times, but you can go to resources like, resources like um, oh, Keyword Spy. You can go to Keywords Everywhere through Google. You could go to, um, I definitely would be looking at hashtagify.me to verify what uh, hashtags are really interconnected and I should be using more of. If I had a business book or a nonfiction book and the author was up on Twitter, you can bet that I would be following that person. Plus, I would make a collection of their handles and their names. And if you're thinking of going that you want media exposure, for heaven's sakes, you need to start compiling a list like on an Excel spreadsheet of media of maybe whether it's reporters or, or producers, forget the hosts. If they don't make the decision, it's a it's a, a producer, it's a reporter who's following a story, um, or it could be it could be someone who oversees a department in a in a print area. For a radio show, it would be a producer. I would be making a spreadsheet of what the station is, um, or, or the name of the show, and or the name of the show, um, who is the producer. I would be tracking down their call letters. I would be definitely this is this is Twitter oriented. I would be finding out what their handles are, which is that at sign at, you know, at and whatever it is, because even though most of them will not let you comment on their channels, you could be posting on your business page for your book, your expertise, your influence, and you can make comments. And then you could say, oh, at Fox News, at CNN, at NBC, at fill in the blank. Because it will show up in their feed and they know you're out there. So those are the kind of things you want to start about doing in that. And then it's important to know in marketing, how are you going to continue to follow up um, with individuals in that area? And then it's always, can we start making videos? How about making a little video in the process of you writing your book that eventually you can use on social media plays? Maybe you're in this dilemma, what do I call my characters if I'm writing fiction? What would I call them? Help, help, help. Anyone have any ideas? Here's what my book's about. And you start pushing that out there. And I'm telling you, you will start building a tribe, which is what exactly you want to do to be successful in this writing side. So marketing, it starts today. It's seated with the town hall of marketing, which would be the Facebook, the Twitters, the LinkedIn, the Instagram, the Pinterest, the YouTube, um, which are going to be your major players out there. Um, and then I, I think what's really important to understand, much more for fiction than nonfiction, but ebooks are a great tool in kicking off a book. Offering free chapters to seduce your readers before rolling out the book and building that buzz. Teasing your next book always. You always want to do this, fiction authors. Teasing the next book with a chapter from it. Start that in pre-marketing. And if you already have books out, for heaven's sakes, in the production of your book, make sure you have, as one of your last pages, the covers. You know, short, smaller, but a little, maybe a paragraph of what the book's about. Available at bookstores or at Amazon or BNN.com or wherever you want to say to drive them to it. So you want to put this marketing plan together. And you have it. 
um, and you start doing that stretch out with it. So it, it, it's, it's never ending. How long should you be marketing? Oh, what a great question. How long? Uh, until you don't want to sell any more books. How's that start with? So some other tips before we go to our next break is that that pre-selling um, starts, you start, and that's why I like to see you get a cover. And by the way, covers continue to morph. You could change your cover, but why not, you know, talk to a designer, get something up there, get it on your website. You could start letting people know about it and they could actually pre-order because they're in some channels. Oh, you can go to Smashwords, for example, and you can put a book up with, a, you know, some dummy chapters and start selling a book up to a year before it comes out. Up to a year. That's pretty amazing. Um, on uh, Amazon, if you're going to do, uh, if you're in their Advantage account, which is more for the publishing side that you could start pre-selling uh, uh, 90 days, three months before the book is available. But here's a little trick. Let's say it's not going to be ready. For example, um, as I'm doing this, this show, I have a brand new book coming out this month uh, called When God Says No, revealing the yes when adversity and loss are present. All right, so um, I was planning on having that, and it's we're doing an offset printing run was supposed to be already inside the warehouse of Amazon um, by this week. It's not. So I had to go in, even though I put it up 90 days beforehand, I had to go in uh, earlier this week and I changed it to push it out another two weeks, which I can easily do. So you can trail it. You can push it out a couple of times before Amazon gets pissy about it. But that's one way to move it in that area. But think about putting it on your website, right? So you could have it, you know, whether you have a book tab or how are you going to let people know about your tab, you can say pre-order a, a, a personalized copy. And also when you do pre-orders, I want to make sure that you don't say it's going to be, you know, available June 1st. What you do is you can say it's available in the summer of whatever the year is. This year is 219 for the original uh, podcast of this. So 219, all right, so June, there's like June 20th to September 20th. That gives me a really good summer leg for it, all right? So there's are a couple of tips. We'll be right back with much more on how to be successful and avoid the mistakes from newbies. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, 
how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, marketing. It's a big one, and it's the major thing. And a lot of people think, oh, so much work. So much work to write this book. Guess what? That's the easy part. The real work is right now. It's all about the marketing. All right. So there's another idea that you can do besides getting something up on your PayPal. And you know what? You can start collecting money. All right. You can do a a website, tie it in, create a PayPal account and bring it in and then sock that money away because that's going to cover your production costs. And I love that idea. And then when you start collecting these people, the the monies or pre-orders, I mean, you could even do it for reserve, reserve your copy now um, and it will be available, is that you will create a special list. These are special people um, and that you're going to keep updating them. This is what's happening. This is the progress that I've made um, as you're writing and going along. So you build your fan base and they become your encouragers, which is kind of cool. Right. Another thing that I used to do is uh, uh, six months, six months before I knew I would have a book in hand, I started pre-selling it because I was speaking on the topic or maybe I was speaking on one of my other topics, but I knew this was going to be the next book, the next baby coming out. I'd let them know. 
I would create a special flyer, even if I didn't even have the cover, inkling of what this cover was going to look like. At least I had an inkling of what the title was, and I certainly know what the concept was. And uh, that I would just make like a dummy book cover, and I would put it on a flyer. I always did my flyers in color, you know, neon colors, yellows, uh, purples, things that would pop. And I would give a short description, one or two paragraphs, that's it, available. And I would do that window frame, that time frame, whether it would be summer or fall or winter or spring of whatever the year it was going to be available. And then people would start prepaying it and order it. Now, did I discount it from the price it was going to go out at? Nope, I did not. In fact, I actually raised the price sometimes. But if they pre-ordered, they're locked in. What I did give these pre-orders they would get a personalized letter from me when it went out and they would get, and they would be signed of course. And I may want to add any other literature along with it, but I would send that out um, uh, and I would pay for the shipping. So I would say, if you pre-order it now, you would save 25% because that 25% to 30% could easily be uh, uh, an extra charge that would represent a percentage of the book. So we, we always sold three to four or 500 copies sometimes of a book. And guess what? Those monies paid for the full print run, which was very cool. And from then on, it was kind of gravy. So I loved that. So think about doing a pre-publication uh, flyer that everywhere you go, you have that with you. Everywhere you go, you want to have a clipboard of your uh, for gathering the names and emails um, on that and make sure that you have at the top of the clipboard that you will be added to my special uh, premier email list or something like that. Um, and that takes care of they have just opted in as they've, as they've come along. And the other thing I want to really recommend strongly, and this ties in with your marketing side, is that you are going to make sure, and that's why you want to get these emails, that you will follow up and get them to post eventually a review on Amazon. If they eventually have a book and you're pushing out, I would recommend you create some, you know, colored slip of paper that pops out that you can really push it um, and ask for the Amazon review, which, which is really critical um, on that, that they've got, they've got the book. All right, so marketing, marketing, marketing. Having a plan, putting it together, it's just so essential. So the next thing is that the thing to newbies get caught in so often is they get sucked into the pay-to-publish operation, um, and that you've got the traditional publishers where a publisher takes over, they take care of everything, uh, they may do some some kind of editing um, internally, they will get it into their distribution channels, it'll be posted up on Amazon, um, and then you're kind of waiting for the doorbell to ring or the phone to call or someone saying, oh, this is fabulous, we want you. Um, and money starts roaring in. Well, okay, so all that doesn't happen, but at least right away. And that's where the marketing, that's why I led with marketing. That's what you have to do to make all those things happen. But there is this belief today that if you go with a traditional publisher or anyone who says they're a publisher, that they're going to do all the work. And that's totally wrong. 
In fact, traditional publishing, where I first started with them back in the 80s, they did all the work. I mean, we authors were clueless of what went on behind the scenes. That has evolved and that has changed. And in the self-publishing, independent publishing, small press market, they are now releasing and publishing, selling, selling quantitatively more books than what the traditional publishers are. So we're kind of flipping them on their head. But how do you get prevented? How do you prevent yourself from being sucked in to the wrong way? Traditional publishers, if you're talking about like the New York lookalikes, um, they will take care of the manufacturing. They will get it out into distribution. You still, and they, and they will create the press release and that kind of thing. You still are going to be responsible for primarily marketing the book. And that's why I started this segment today with that. You're going to have to learn how to do the marketing. They may do a little bit, but it's not going to be the way it used to be. So one of the things in this independent, small press, self-publishing market is you've got a whole bunch of players. If you pay anyone to publish your book, they're not a publisher, all right? They're not a publisher. They're a pay-to-publish operation. They're a portal that you may choose to go through at that. Um, you may be working with a hybrid press, which is a little bit of traditional. They, a lot of them have quite a bit of moxie um, with their publishing. There's a company, for example, called Global Hybrid that Karen Strauss really does know. She comes from traditional publish. She knows what that market's like. That if you go that route, you're paying them to publish, but you're going to also get some smarts with it, and you'll get some marketing assistance um, along the way. Now, you may be paying for these services, but it'll be at a higher grade. If you go with a company that is strictly, that used to be called like a vanity press, and I'm thinking of, oh, uh, companies like Author House, Author Solutions, um, Ex Libris, um, iUniverse, or you're going to look at the knockoffs that are, that are really Author Solutions, but they are now hidden under a layer. Archway is, for example, Simon Schuster offers it to uh, if people want to self-publish. And people think, oh, yeah, now I'm connected with Simon & Schuster. No, your author solutions. Um, if you um, uh, go with Westbow and thinking, oh, Thomas Nelson. I'm with Thomas Nelson. No, you're not. You're with author solutions. If you go with Balboa Press, you're thinking, oh, great, great. Oh, that's Hay House. No, it's not. It's author solutions. And people get in trouble with this all the time. I can't tell you the countless phone calls I've dealt with, the emails I've done. Um, there are people who have been lambasted by these people. Stay away from them. They are a, a vanity press that they are guising themselves more on an upscale, but they're still vanity press. So I would stay away from pay to publish in most cases. Some of the hybrid, and the hybrid is the words they use, the hybrids are little bits in some cases upscale, but you really must go back and listen to last week's um, podcast where I really went into detail how to scout out something on Google looking for the bad apples. And you always have to go into multi, multi, multi pages in to discover them. So 
in most cases, the vanity presses really do produce a, an inferior looking book in multiple ways. They also price their books in a very inferior way. One of the things that you really need to do and understand and a mistake that, that a lot of authors don't uh, avoid, which would be so easily, you've got to know who what competing books in your genre are. What are the newer books that are kind of like yours, the same number of pages or the same amount of words um, that have been produced in the last year, maximum two? What are they selling for? And I'm not saying any discounted price at Amazon. This is something you can do on Amazon in five minutes. And you do the search, go into the search bar, you know, mystery books. Um, and you go in and say, okay, so what are the top bestsellers selling for? Um, how many pages are they, et cetera. And it's going to give you the price range, but it may be not be the price that is available on Amazon today for, say, $16.12. No one prices a book at $16.12. You need to go in, click on the page, uh, the actual book page, and see what the real price is. Amazon can do discounting all day long and do what they want. You want to see what the real, um, that would be on the barcode on the back of the book is. And that's what your price range comes in at. What these vanity presses do is they double the price in some cases, or at least increase it 50 to 75% because they're going to sell them to you because you're going to be the primary buyer with a vanity press at 50% off. See, so they make their money. You don't. You don't. You can't afford to sell some of these books sometimes. All right, so I'm going to let you noodle on that. And we'll come back in our last segment with our my final three points of what you can do to be successful as a newbie author. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. 
We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. So our last segment, book marketing. We've talked about, we've talked about a little bit of predators, but I expanded on that last week. Um, And we talked about really noting that um, there's a difference with uh, uh, traditional publishing, self-publishing, hybrid publishing. All right, so with this, I think that it's important to understand my my eighth point here is, because I was going to five for each show. My eighth point was, is to, uh, it's great that you can do a lot of things yourself, but I have never seen a do-it-yourself book that I couldn't tell was a DIY. And that's one thing. The other thing is that I, I think a lot of people get stuck with thinking, I, I can do everything myself. Really, can you? I sure can't do everything myself. Even though I have published a lot of books, I know a lot about publishing. I would never try to do it all myself. I do want cover designers. I do want someone to do the interior design. Um, I, I spent the, uh, uh, oh, three days, several hours each day in a, in a studio taping the audiobook for my latest book that will be coming out here, uh, in the month of May of 2019 called When God Says No. That, and, and the audiobook, and it, it's not something that I can't engineer all this. I mean, I know when I garble a word, I know when I eat a word or I slur a word, but sometimes, you know, you might be on a roll and the engineer hears it differently. So I've got an engineer with me going through as he pieces the book together to get it all done in the audio version. So the files will be ready and then can be uploaded, which is kind of cool. So we have that. Um, and so that's important to understand. That you can't, I, you know, I just think this is where huge errors come into play. Um, that if you try to do, I, I've never seen a cover, uh, unless you want a, a brown paper bag, but most covers that authors try to do themselves, and I know that there's templates out there that you can use and you can buy into, and you can, or you can go to something like Fiverr, um, but Fiverr looks like Fiverr to me. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. You can do it for $50. Maybe you have a very quick ebook you're going to do, 
but you've got to look at these things that where do you want it to have a professional pop? Remember, your cover is the beacon. You know, it, it's like out in the, the signing sheet, sea of uh, readership land, and it's going around and around and around. You know, so does it have the siren to bring in your reader? It says, pick me up, pick me up, look me over. The back cover really needs some good marketing copy to it. That back cover really needs to come into play. Does yours have it? Um, and and it does it does it have a snap, crackle, and pop to it on that? And then when people, so here's what they do. You know, you, your cover has got no more than seven seconds for the pickup. It's, it's, it's got less attention span than a goldfish. Seven seconds or less. So what grabs you? And do a test when you go into a bookstore, a physical bookstore, and look at it. All right. And, and the other thing is when you're playing with covers, I want to make sure that you reduce it to 25%, to 25%, so that you can really see what the thumbnail will look like when anyone's looking at this thing on their mobile, online. You know, it's, that's important to do. All right, the next thing is this back cover. Oh, back cover gets a little bit more time, 25 to 30 seconds. All right, and if it does it address it, does it address it, does it pull it in? It's got that. And then they kind of do, you know, an open to the book. Um, they Some people may actually read the first chapter and or, or, or first few pages to see, especially for fiction, am I pulled in? Or how does it set up? And that's why I, I tell all my authors, please don't um, add in uh, a whole bunch of uh, a, a prelude, sometimes maybe one page for fiction. But if you have a preference and then an introduction, let me tell you, that's kiss off. Most people don't read them. If it's really important, if it really comes in to set up the book, that becomes chapter one. You know, and I'm just going to tell you, as someone who designs that side of it with a lot of authors, this is what you want to do. All right. So now they're going to get in. So what's, what's the visual of this book? You know, is there is there some uh, uh, reader ease? Does it got a little spacing around it? I always make sure there's pullouts and callouts in my books that I work on. Does it got to have the eye candy that makes it look good inside? Because that's how people buy books. So can you do all that yourself? I bet you can't. So I, I think that you need to, I mentioned this earlier um, in the show, that you, it takes a village to create a book. It takes a village. So as savvy authors know that authoring and publishing is a team thing. It isn't a solo act. So get help. Ask around. Look at covers that you think rock. Who designed it? Always read the acknowledgments and copyright page. You will usually see that a lot of times authors will thank the players there. You, and, and on the copyright, a lot of times you'll see who the book designer is or the book coach or the book consultant. Um, and then you can go in and, you know, you've, you've ID'd them, Google them, see what other things they work for. A lot of times they put their portfolios up. So that's my eighth tip to realize that you can't do it all yourself. You need some help along this journey. And if you feel the help is not the right fit, terminate it. Because, you know, not everyone works well together. Sometimes the chemistry or the thinking 
isn't in place. All right, my next tip is believing that everyone should pay for a book. So I'm talking about be prepared to give them away. And this is really hard for a lot of newbies. They just don't want it. It costs me so much. I mean, I spent so much time and so much energy and so much money in putting this book together. I, I can't I can't give it away. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Give some away. In fact, it may be one of your key marketing strategies to give away a lot. You need to give them away for reviews. You may need to give them away for testimonials. Um, and you need to get people to post up. You need to give them away for consideration for a speaking gig. Um, you may, you might want to give a couple of copies to libraries to kind of tease them to get them in. Uh, you may want to give some away for contests or for raffles or for getting your name and title just out there. So be prepared to give them away. All right. You want to do that. And then finally, I think it's really important to make sure that you, um, that you got to get it out really fast. I got to get this book. It's ready. It's overdue. Um, and that if I don't, um, how can I possibly find the buyers? Okay, so this is where we get in trouble. This is the RTP. This is the rush to publish. Now, when I transitioned from being a traditional author publishing only, where I had 18 books published with New York, to really starting my own press, my own imprint, Mile High Press. The year was 2000, and it really started with a very large order from a client who wanted some books, and the volume they wanted didn't exist. So I had to kind of step up to the plate and start learning this. I mean, I understood the marketing. I really understood publicity because I had been doing it and that kind of thing. But the manufacturing, I was ignorant on, and I made mistakes. Oh, boy, did I make some mistakes. But that one of the things is is to recognize that when I went into it, there were the four key elements of, 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 that will help you. That one, I published on my own because of a control. That, that it's important for me to have input on my cover, on the back cover. Traditional publishers, they don't really care what you think. They have their own ideas. They have their own people, and they know better. That's their belief. And maybe they don't. So that was I think the control, the, the quality, um, there are people out there available to independent presses, small presses, self-publishing, uh, that, that are the same people, guess what, that a lot of the big boys use, and you can access them. So you can have quality. And then the third thing is that it's, it's about timing. And this is where that if you go with a traditional publisher, um, that you're looking 18 months, even two years out. So here we're in the year 219. So we're, we're talking about the end of 2020 or um, 2021. Wow. Should your book be out before then? So you don't want to rush to publish to make that happen. But you can certainly expedite it. And that means you're going to take control. You'll take control and you start becoming like the general contractor of your book. And then the last real key point is money. Once you learn how to sell these books, I sold most of mine speaking, but once you learn to sell your books and move the books and you can market it to the positioning, you can make some decent money. But that's all, those are all components in how I avoid, you know, that I know where I'm going um, on that. So 
what you want, don't want to do is to rush and have a product that is inferior, looks mediocre, that's loaded with a lot of mistakes. Now, have I ever, I, I found a mistake when I was doing the audio book of my book. I mean, I corrected it in the audio version. Now I have to go because I have a print version. So there's going to be someplace in there it's going to say three instead of four. When I was talking about the four gifts that I received when my son died, it says three like on page 210. Yikes. So I have one mistake in the book. All right. So I'll fix it. I, the audio book's fixed. The ebook will be fixed within a couple of days. And the print book, well, it'll get fixed when we go back to print. The bottom line is that when you publish your book, I want you to love it. That you've got the right editing, you've got the team together, you've got people who will support you and encourage you and welcome you, welcome you to the publishing family. How cool is that? This is Judith Bryles. I'm your book shepherd. I'd love to be along on your journey. We'll see you next week. part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles each week a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you the author to the next level you'll learn tips and secrets on how to create strategize develop publish and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey how to avoid the publishing predators how to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out authoru.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, thebookshepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network.